Oh yeah. I'm jumping right in. Oh, we're potting tonight. Let's take it to the next level. Let's go. Sir, you got me putting time in. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B Love. And I always have my very special host with me, India Marie. Oh, India Marie and B Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. Give it up one time. <laughs> Man, I feel so good. Ooh, I haven't recorded the podcast in about a week and a half because oh we loaded gosh. up. We loaded <laughs> up. We front loaded. Yeah, but it hasn't been that long. Oh, it feels so good to be back with you guys for another edition of the best relationship podcast on earth. She and I podcast. Before I get started, I have to give a big shout out to... A beautiful lady that I met while I was getting some quarantine items today. I was walking through Publix, you know what I mean? Getting a couple of items, trying to be prepared for the worst to come. And then I heard this sweet voice that said, excuse me. And I said, yes, ma'am. I just want to let you know that my husband and I listen to your podcast We are new listeners, but boy, it is great. So Kelly, with an (laughs) I, Kelly, with an I, thank you so much for um, making my day today. You are amazing, my friend, with your beautiful daughter. Give it up for you one time. And shout out to your husband, too. My guy. Speaking of quarantine. Speaking of. It has just thrown a little monkey wrench in the plan because this month... Was supposed to be all about the women. Yes, it was. And because of the current situation, we don't have a guest for this week, but we are hoping boom, that boom, we can boom, boom. bring the guests. The guests for March are done. We're done. So <laughs> it's not happening for March. So we're hoping that we can bring the other women that we were planning to bring onto the podcast on in April. Yes, it will so, still happen. You just got us this week. That's it. Hey, (laughs) check this out. Don't think because Women's History Month is over that we should stop celebrating women. Hell no. There's so much shit going on. I think everybody done forgot that it's Women's History Month. I feel like this is Corona (laughs) History Month. I feel like the sales of Corona are going to plummet after this happens. But we will resume our guest coming back on as soon as we get to um, meet these lovely ladies in person. The thing about having guests on a podcast is myself and India both like having that physical connection with someone. While we could do things remote, 
I don't feel like that would be the best listening experience for um, you guys out there. So, you know, hey, we got to do what we have to do. The show must go on, and we are here to stay, like I said earlier. Give it up one time. I'm free in already. I'm free in. Ready to go. Feel good. I see. Now, let me talk about something real fast. The coronavirus not only threw a wrench into our um guest coming up, but it also kind of messed up a lot of things that we had cooking. I thought about that. I sat back and I was like, damn, every time I get ready to do this, I'm working on something big, I think, um, that I can't wait to share with the world. Well, share with you guys and the world. But every time I get ready to do it, something catastrophic happens. I lost my dad. Coronavirus. What is damn the tornado? I forgot about that. So I, I, I don't know how you forgot about that. That, that just happened. Right. <laughs> I mean, not to forget, but I mean, I forgot to throw it in the mix. So, and I mean, I had a really big March plan too, and everything has been canceled. It is what it is. I think that God is telling us right now that we need to be still. You know what God is telling us? That's what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus! Coronavirus! Shit is real! Shit is getting real! Hey! Coronavirus! God might be a lady in the form of Cardi B. Shit is real! Are you done, Jocelyn? Are you done? I got excited. Anyways, I feel like now is the time for you to work on yourself, work on your relationship with God, and work on your time with family. Because I don't believe that this is happening for nothing. Like, we're we're literally, I mean, not being forced, but in a sense, like, we're we're having to be stuck in the house with our spouses who we're not usually stuck mm. with all day. Mm. Uh, we're, we're talking about that in a we're second. We're with our kids who, I mean, I'm with my kid all day, but a lot of people don't have to right. be with their kids all day. So I think instead of looking at it, 100% negatively I think that we should be trying to ask ourselves like what is this moment teaching us you know what let and me stop you right there and hit this don't stop me. during the week it. we got deep chill let's talk on the podcast get into it You are you done now because you cut me off twice at this point you done go ahead girl do your okay. thing so, maybe it's the time for you to, and I know it's very, it's a very stressful time because I'm seeing people are getting laid off. People aren't making the money that they were making, especially freelancers and entrepreneurs. Like, it's a really hard time for those people right now. But I also feel like it's a time, like, maybe you, maybe you do, in fact, need to, uh, build a stronger relationship with your kids because it's so funny because i saw so many people you know upset about having to stay home with their kids and if you have the if you granted if you don't have the type of job that allows you to do that that's a different story There it is but if you do have the type of job where you do have that flexibility to work home work from home it's like maybe this is a time for you to connect in a way with your kids maybe this is a time for you to connect with your spouse I feel like we should be using this time for good instead of complaining so much. Oh, I would tend to agree. Um, I would say this. 
going back to something you mentioned a second ago about kids and being at home with your kids. Now, some of us do have the ability to work from home, but don't get it twisted. Don't think working from home means you finna kick it. Please make sure when you do work from home, no, you don't be out here kicking it and just having a-, a good time and trying to just splurge all your time still because what you don't want to happen is you lose your job when you go back. I'm not talking about just, I know that, I was just saying the, you. the job aspect. For sure. Take work out of it. Okay. We're still being asked to stay home from right. normal things that we do. Right. Like just like our social lives have temporarily shifted. You know what I'm saying? It's like maybe you should be trying to focus on what you have in your house right now. Some like people it, are still out here going to the club, passing around hookah sticks. Have you seen that? I saw this weekend on Instagram, people are still in the club, passing around a hookah. Some of y'all not even exchanging little tips out, using the same tips. Now, I bet you got Corona all on your lips. And I ain't talking about that old Mexican beer either. I don't know. I, I mean, do do what you want to do. If, if that's what you so choose to do, yeah. then, you know, whatever. But social distance yourself, I keep people. trying to think of it being bigger than myself. Yes. Because I have a very sick grandmother right now. Got a good point. And I would love to go see her. Got a good point. And I can't right now because I wouldn't want to risk it. Right. And I also don't want to. That's why I don't mind missing out on fun stuff right now. Like, I don't mind staying at home if I have to miss out on parties and, you know, functions and stuff. I'm okay with it because I'm trying to protect myself. Yeah. I would be devastated if my grandmother. Got Came in contact with someone coronavirus right, right that now. had that old COVID-19. Exactly. Just just because, you know, people are being irresponsible. And I do think the media has done a hell of a job at scaring the shit out of people. Uh, I'm not going to say that. Um, I think that sometimes it's not a scare tactic. I think that we may not be taking this as serious as we need to take it. Um, it's not some people like you. You have common sense. Some people may need the scare tactic because they don't believe water's wet. Some people don't believe that hell is hot. So they will still go out here and lead their regular lives without any fear or repercussion. Now, hey, if that's your thing, go for it. I wish I had that type of ability. Uh, I wish I had that type of sensibility about myself. But I also know that I have a baby to come home to. And heavens forbid, nothing will happen to the executive producer of the podcast. You know what I think is crazy? So Talk to me. When I was in the grocery store, you know, getting my, my the stuff that I needed a couple of days ago, um, I was on the pasta aisle. You know, with all the noodles and spaghetti sauce and all that stuff. And, like, all the pasta was gone. Let's talk about that. Out of, like, the entire, like, shelf or, like, you know, the whole aisle of pasta, there was probably, like, maybe four boxes of pasta left, right? Let's talk about it. And so this guy walked um, down the aisle and he was like, never in my life (laughs) would I imagine this. And then this other lady said, this is just fucking ridiculous. (laughs) All of this over a little old flu. It's just a flu. And so, in my head... That's what DT was telling everybody well, at first, though. 
So in my head, with the whole statement, it's just a little old flute. Even the people who are like, it's just the cold. Mm-hmm. I personally don't like being sick. <laughs> I don't give a shit what kind of cold, flu, whatever Swine it is. flu, Zika flu, Ebola, whatever. I, I don't, don't want none it. of it. Even though, like, I'm a young person and they say, you know, young, if young people get it, you know, it won't be as hard. And, you know, a lot of young people are asymptomatic or, you know, whatever the case is. Say, for instance, uh, I get it and then I get sick and I'm, you know, coughing and... yes. I hate being sick. So regardless of what it is, I don't want to be sick. So I'm I'm not judging anybody for walking around with a mask. I'm not judging anybody. There were several people in Well, Kroger. now, sometimes I'm, I'm going to judge you if you're walking around like, here with a whole hazmat suit on. Because if that I was the case, like stay should, at home. I feel like protect yourself the way that you feel like you want to be protected. Can I say I, something? There were also people... Wearing gloves. And I was like, well, that's actually a great idea because you think about it. You walk in the grocery store, right? Okay. You grab your shopping cart. Okay. Hopefully, this I've been doing this far before Corona ever came to existence. But you grab your shopping cart. I grab a um, cart wipe, right? Yes. I wipe my cart down. I keep going. Okay. Think about all this shit you touch in the grocery store. You do touch a lot. you touch that cart, right? You touch a whole lot. And so now... Put stuff back on the shelf. Our Kroger... Yes. Most of the stuff is in refrigerator doors now. Like, even mm. just, like, the cold stuff. So, you know, like, at first, you know, everything was sitting out in the, co- in the cold section. Everything was sitting out. In this Kroger... Everything is in the refrigerator. So after I wiped that cart off, I was like, here I am touching all these damn refrigerator doors, pulling stuff out. And it's like it just defeated the whole person. you got more germs on your hands than the New York subway right and now. And then you go check out. Yes. And you, you're touching the screen, mm-hmm. right? To yep. so check out, you're touching the pen pad. And so at that point, it's, it's so easy to be exposed to any type of germs, honestly. So... That's why I say I'm not judging people for wanting to feel protected in the way that they want to be protected. If they want to wear gloves, masks, oh yeah, for sure. Do you think? Do you, you know, think? I'm like not... whatever the case is. If, if you, I mean, a hazmat suit that that's a little far, but do you boo? If that's protecting your family, the person in the hazmat suit may have an elderly grandmother living at home with them that they're taking care of. You know what I'm saying? It's true. It's true. Um, I will say all. Well, I'm glad you said all of that. Now I got some stuff to say. About the whole thing as well. Now, you mentioned a lot of stuff in the beginning, but I didn't want to cut you off. You on a, you on a tear. Well, you know you you're known for cutting me off, so mm-hmm. I just I just had to make it clear that you weren't going to do that today. Well, you cut me off quite often, but who's I we're not, do not we're not pointing fingers. If you want to do a poll, <laughs> well, do we need to do a poll? Listen, because if I don't <laughs> talk, it'll be a silent night around this month. But it's not silent. We got 15 minutes of India right here. You got a bunch and watch it. And you're going to have 45 minutes of quietness from India. Anyways. Let me get into something because you mentioned a whole lot in a short period of time. And that's why I tried to jump in and play hopscotch with you. It's one thing you mentioned, going back to the beginning, you mentioned working from home. Now, a lot of us are getting ready to work from home, myself included. And we are preparing to work from home and be around people that we would normally not be around for 24 hours a day. Which leads me to think like, oh my God, how are we going to survive with our significant other 
a whole 24 hours. Sometimes we need that break. Am I right? Am I wrong? You're right. All right. So sometimes we need that break. So how do we go about navigating it now that we're going to be in a house together for 24 hours? Some of the time is going to be spent working. But can you imagine if both of us, because we have friends who have this problem, and I'm going to give you some advice about it. But can you imagine being in a house where two people have a job where both parties have to talk on the phone? You might look at me and be like, oh, my God, I can't believe he changes his voice like that at work. Oh, my God, why is he so loud? And I may look at you like, damn, why my woman over there talking all sweet to that man on the phone? And it might mess up everything. I hope, so that's you not have that, to I be hope a, that wouldn't be anybody's thoughts. That's crazy. There may be. You just don't know because I was looking this up and I was kind of like, damn, I thought about it. Like, if you and I were sitting at home and we both had jobs. We had to be on the phone. I could not be around you in this setting because we're both going to be loud. I might be trying to talk to somebody. You're going to be trying to talk to somebody. And then the signals will get crossed. So one of us will have to bite the bullet and go into another room or find a quiet place to have that phone call. But I did think about that. Though. I feel like you shouldn't be working in the same room. I feel like wherever your extra space is, that's where you should go. Like today, when you came in the house, I felt like you should have automatically came upstairs to work. Everybody doesn't have the luxury of having extra spaces in the house to work. For instance, if you live in a one-bedroom apartment, how do you handle that? You live with your significant other in a one-bedroom apartment. And let's not even add a kid or a dog into the equation. Now, you have to figure out how to navigate working from home on a sales call or even on a vendor call, whatever the case may be. You need a headphone. There, there's no, I was going to say, sit there, in the car? there's no, you don't even have to sit in the car. You just need a headphone. Like you, you have you, to have need, some kind of block, though. You need, it needs to be something. No, you need. There are headphones to where you can't hear the background noise. Like they make those. Okay, that's what you need if you're going to work from home. You know, if you have to work closely next to your significant other, right. I guess. And I don't know who would be on the phone twenty four hours. I mean, like the whole eight hours you're at home. You don't know people's jobs. I talk on the phone in my job with vendors an awful lot. Um, I call them out. Philip and Charity both talk on the phone or while they're home. Even Charity mentioned it, mentioned it to us before. When Philip's at home and when she's at home, it's like them competing on who's talking on the phone the most. And it's kind of where it's kind of where I got this topic from. Well, yes. However, in oh their particular God. situation, they do have a second room. It's just not a functional second room. So now at, the, at this point, this would be the time to organize that room so that somebody can work in that room and shut the door. Mm. Like there is a space like you just have to be smart about your space. Like if you have an extra room, a lot of people like a lot of couples who don't have kids or whatever. And, they, and they're living in two bedroom apartments. A lot of times that second bedroom is a junk bedroom. Okay. So organize your space and try to divide, even if you stay in a one bedroom, just try to divide the room. Like, I feel like you both shouldn't be sitting on the couch working on your laptop side by side. All right. Like, I feel like the I room should be that. split. I guess what I, so I just said that. 
there needs to be some sort of barrier, but some people don't have that luxury, which I then mentioned headphones. Now, I'm going to say this too. Some people may think that being around your significant other for this long when you're quarantined with Bay, you just might be going crazy. And you may be thinking that it may cause a strain on your relationship. Now, do you have any advice on how to navigate that? If I, if you and I, I'll be honest with you, you and I are around each other 24 7, 24 hours a day. Um, I'm, I'm going to be working from home. I'm going to see you. And then even after that, I get done working, I have to come down and be around you. How do we um, set boundaries between the time that we're just kind of lounging away from each other and then the time that we are together? Um, what do we call that time in these moments? Do we say, hey, India, want to watch a movie? Like, this is our movie time. Like, what do we do now? I know. Yeah, that, that's when we begin to get creative. Since we can't leave the house, that's when we watch movies together. That's when we disconnect from social media and we're not scrolling on the gram all night after we get off work. Mm -hmm. That's when we pull out the games. We got a million games in here that we haven't played in Don't forever. Take my tip. I'm about to get that's to that when later. We Don't you do that. Make a TikTok. Since Don't that seems that. to be all the craze Listen, now. Listen, India was so excited. By the <laughs> way, India and I have a YouTube channel, which India is managing, I think. Um, you guys go to YouTube, <laughs> She and I podcast, and check us out. India is supposed to be managing that while I manage this. Now, I say that to say this. India's been wanting to TikTok for so damn long. Now it's her time to make one. Now I I'm have a move. TikTok page. I just, I just, I, honestly, we're at home so much now. Now would be the perfect time for me to figure out some contact to put. Some content to put content. on my TikTok page. <laughs> now, I'm going to move on to something else. So, being quarantined with your significant other, you said, won't put a strain on your relationship if you navigate and create boundaries. And also, while you're at work, you can both be around each other if you set up some kind of wall or structure between you two headphones, whatever the case may be. Now... Quickly, I'm going to move on real fast because I got something else to talk about. You mentioned this, too. You said that now you feel bad for the freelancers and um, people who may be without a job. Uh, not, uh, don't, don't just say freelance. Yeah, I not said just... people who may be without a job. Okay. That's what I said right after that. Um, now, I say... I do too. Listen, I don't want anybody to be without a job. I don't want anybody's source of income to stop. I want the money to keep coming in. You deserve every dime that you get. Now, with that being said, sometimes you did make a good point. This may be a time for us to sit back and reflect on what's been happening. For us to sit down, take a break, disconnect be around family and friends and being around loved ones that um be around the people that really care be around the people that really love us now while you're doing all this love it's a big ass love fest i do think you should be working on the next step out of the quarantine I don't think that you should just be sitting here idled in the quarantine now more than ever is a time for you to get your shit off now more than never is a time to make plans if you sit at home during this entire time and on your downtime all you do 
is watch Netflix, Narcos Mexico, and then you go on from there, and then you watch Q-Ball, and then you go on from there, and you watch something else. If all you do is spend time during this time watching series on Netflix, shame on you. Because after this is over, it's time to hit the ground running. Well, that's why I said it's also a time to like work on yourself. So that's why I said we should be praying and meditating and working on those business ideas that we had. And there's just there's I'm pretty sure that there's something where you were like, dang, I wish. I had a that little could, more time. Yeah, that like I want to yep. start this business or I want to start this blog or, you know, whatever the case may be. This is the time to do it. Hell because yeah. although you're still working from home and you're still expected to work in those eight hours a day, you automatically have extra time because you no longer have your commute to work. This is true. So, I mean, you, you, you don't have to get up super early yep. to make it to work. So you do have extra time in your day, even if you are, even if you do have a job where you are literally working from eight to five while you're at home. I got something better for you, though. If you treat that time that you would spend on your commute like extra time and still wake up and do everything you would like you were going to work, but take that commute time and make that some more time, make that time sh- this hour, I'm going to do something. I'm going to focus on my business. The next hour, I may focus on um, writing. I don't know. You know, whatever you need to do, being creative. There needs to be some type of time management that you need to have when you have all this time on your hand. I know I got it. I got a gift for time management. But I do feel like that people should utilize this time more than just to sit around and I'm finna, you know. Corona and chill. Hell no, nah, man. You can your ass up and do some stuff. <laughs> Go out there and make it happen, Captain. Don't wait now. I feel like nine months from now, there will be a lot of babies born. Oh, my God. During this time. I do. I really do. It's kind of like the holiday babies. Like, you know, it, a lot. so many people get pregnant between that. People um, be out here sexed. Between, like, November and in. January. All of those holidays, people are getting knocked up. And now these people got this extra time at home. Think about how many, like, Ooh. good, like, lunch break sex, sexing you can get done during Bust the day. Bust that thing over for a meal ticket. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So are these babies going to be called Corona babies? Corona babies. COVID babies? Um, Let me see. I don't got any more. I'll think of some more later on. I don't know. I saw something on Facebook because they were saying that this feels like it's about to be like another Great Depression or whatever. And it was like, damn, we're going to have depression babies. <laughs> and I was just like, that sounds so awful. Yeah, But not. I do imagine there to be a boom in babies you know what's nine funny? months from now. <laughs> you know what's funny? I was in Publix, like I mentioned earlier today, and um, I heard this guy behind me. And this guy said... I feel like there's going to be a bunch of babies born right now. And the lady was like, why are you saying that? It was a random lady. He was like, because I traveled down to Condom Isle and it was full. But every other aisle was empty. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> it was a white man. Said, nobody's, <laughs> buying, nobody's buying condoms. Everybody's buying bread. Honestly, I don't think people buying condoms like that anyway. <laughs> you know what's funny? Let me say this too. Now, I see a lot of the homies out there. Y'all know who y'all. I ain't going to point you out. See a lot of homies out there buying masks with gloves on. But I know, like y'all know, y'all have taken some chances on some vagina that you probably shouldn't have been in old naked head, but you did it anyway. <laughs> now you're scared of the coronavirus. You weren't scared of the herpes. 
<laughs> you still you took the off chances. I'm just saying, give it up one time. I love the homies, man. Y'all don't just bull, bull jiving. Come on now. That's disgusting. I'm just bull jiving. Now, back to it. So I say all that to say, utilize your time wisely and make sure you're not just sitting around idled during the coronavirus. Because, hey. Just because we got all this time doesn't mean that we can just sit up and chill and just do nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, and I think we waste a lot of time. Because I remember one day when, I think it was last week, when it was it was like, it was like, oh, yeah, there's this virus going around. No big deal. And then all of a sudden, Donald Trump made this speech and then everybody just like went crazy. And then I felt like that whole day I was constantly checking social media, like constantly. And it, that was stressing me out in yeah. itself. And I think this is not the time to sit and scroll and check your social media all day. Mm-mm, or even mm-mm. just like, you know, checking like CNN updates all day. All of that stuff is is stressful. It's going to mess with your mental. It's going to give you stress and anxiety because we don't know when this is going to end. We thought that it was going to be a hot girl summer part two. Ooh, and I was ready for a it. very good chance that that won't happen. I was ready to see you it's, in that sundress. You know what I'm saying? It's so Sundress season. <laughs> Booty shaking from left to right. Blue, blue, blue. Yeah, but we ain't gonna be going nowhere in in the in the sundresses. We like it looks like we're gonna be in not. the house. So I think that you know the the fact that we don't know where this is going. There's yeah. so many rumors circulating about what's gonna happen within the next couple of days or weeks, and I I just think that all of that is very stressful. <laughs> and so we need to focus on the things that we control because can control. Let's tell a story real fast. So during this quarantine season. And it's only been like a couple of days for us. We're not even really quarantined. We can go out. Um, so, but during the time that we were kind of self-contained in our house, because we weren't taking any chances around here, um, we, well, India's been trying to do this, decide to potty train Blake. So if anybody has any advice on how to potty train a toddler, two-year-old boy, let me know. A lot of you have been hitting me up saying put Cheerios in the toilet. I'm like, what? But hey, y'all said it worked. I might give it a try. I let Blake come with me to the restroom and let him watch me. And then we say, hey, we're making bubbles. Ah, ha, 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 ha. And he seems, <laughs> he seems to enjoy that. But when it's time for him to go to the potty, he doesn't necessarily sit down. So a quick story is, we thought, well, I thought Blake had went to the potty. He got off the potty, and all of a sudden, I look behind me. I see these, these like wet footprints, like Hansel and Gretel. I'm like, why in the hell is my floor wet? Blake then peed in his sock, peed in his drawers, <laughs> peed on his shirt. So we need help, man. And then India's killing plants. If y'all didn't see that, India does not know how to grow plants. So I feel like during this quarantine, you should pick up a new hobby. What you should do I'm is... I'm not picking up no new plot hobby. I have two flourishing plants. I told girl, you no, to show them the just, two that no, I have that are flourishing. New. They're brand new. I feel like you no, should not. go to YouTube and watch videos, read a couple of items, and figure out how... To keep a plant sustained. No, I pretty much already made up my mind on what I'm going to be doing during this quarantine, and that's not what it's going to be. You need to make a house look better, man. People were talking about me. Like, damn, that plant looked bad. My wife is a killer. You that should never post it. You, sh- you, you should have never posted now, that video. 
Let me get back to what I was saying next. So we need some help potty training during this time. So anybody got any advice on how to potty train a baby in two weeks, let me know. Because we might be quarantined for two weeks. So if you guys can give me some tips and tricks how to potty train a boy, two weeks, I got something special for you. (laughs) Whatever works, whoever gives me the best advice, I'm going to do something super nice just for your ass. So let me know what you got for me. Now, that being said, I thought about something else. I just be thinking a lot. Wouldn't you hate to be quarantined or stuck in a house with somebody who you like uh, really just met or you really don't want to be around? Or it might be a new boo. Might be a new main sugar stain. Y'all just start talking and all of a sudden you find yourself having to be quarantined. Let's say, right, you go over there and spend the night. Then you have, you know, your whole bag. You got your toothbrush and all this stuff in it. And you're going to spend another night. But all of a sudden, DT says that, hey, I'm making a, I'm putting a stop to everything. You have to stay where you are mandated. You can't go anywhere. How would you feel <laughs> if you had to stick around at that person's house? Uh, well, I, I imagine that if I'm on night number two over yeah. there. Then I kind of like him. No, nah, man, you just, you just make out some good old stroke. I'm not staying. I'm not spending the night at nobody's house just because they got some good pain. No, I'm, I'm kicking you out of my bed. Quite like, honestly, I'm not. Absolutely not. If we I'm, just start I'm talking, going home. I, but if what? I'm spending the I night there up on and waking up, then that means I must like you a little bit. For me to actually stay at your house and spend the night there, I must like you a little bit. Let's talk so, about something real fast. It's gonna stop you right there. It made me think about something though. When you were, you know, out here, just lollygagging, just out here, just loose. And when you were fornicating, did no, you? What st- the hell are you talking about? <laughs> did you like spend the night over somebody's house on the first time, or the second time, or the third? Like when you first started talking to somebody, y'all, you know, popped it off. You know, did a little. We didn't pop it off. I met you. You and I, I know, but I'm saying, did we spend? Did you spend the night with me, or did you get up and leave, or? Or are you a person that would like to get up and leave? I got up and left. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not the guy. If we're having sex for I the first time, left. or if this is, she may say even if it's the fifth time, I'm not gonna want to stay. Then I'm not gonna want to. No, I feel like the first or second time we had sex, I was definitely spending the night at your house. This is because you were asking me to spend the night at no, your I house. No, I wouldn't. No, I was not. But I for sure you went home after the first. There wasn't a fable, Beard. Do you? Or right, let me back up. When should you start spending the night over someone's house after y'all have had sex? I don't sex? think there's a timeline for that. It's whenever both parties are comfortable know, with man, it. I don't some think there's don't a feel timeline for that. Okay, so if you don't feel comfortable, then you want you wouldn't stay there. So exactly. So what if, matter of fact, what if the girl really wants to stay? So you really want to stay with me after we get so, done? I'm like, bro. For instance. When I was, like, dating guys before I met you, I didn't like spending the night at anybody's place. Sex or not. Like... Right. And I wasn't having sex with anybody. Right. And it would be late. Like, I remember I was kicking it with this one guy, and he wanted me to stay there. And I just... I wish I could tell y'all a real story. <laughs> I don't know what you talking about. But either way it goes, <laughs> I got up and, like... Two, three o'clock in the morning and went home. Yeah, you did tell me that. You did tell me that. I, I, I just, 
I didn't want to spend a night there. That, that wasn't in my plans. I didn't want to spend a night in it. I didn't feel comfortable just spending a night at God's place. I didn't. So what type of excuses have you seen or heard someone make after they get done or just because they don't want to be there anymore um, just to get up and leave? Are there any type well, of excuses? So I had, well, so I, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before. Tell but it. I was talking to this guy on the basketball team. Okay. At MTSU. And I went to his house or his apartment one night to kick it. Kick it. And he obviously wanted to do a lot more than what I wanted to do. And so it was getting like It wasn't that late. Well, it was late for a school night. It was getting like. It was like 10 o'clock. How old are you? It, it was, was late for well, a school night. I was going to say school night because I had really early classes that year. Okay. And so it was like 10 o'clock and I was ready to go home. Well, because he was on the basketball team, he said that he would not take me home because he had practice real early. And he was like, you want to go home? You're going to have to walk. I bet you the game's and a butt. I he would have took you home. He took me home regardless. <laughs> I said, absolutely not. I said, you, you finna get up. Are you finna drive me home? I'm not walking back. Mind you, he stayed at the apartments, um, the nice on-campus apartments. There were two yeah, on-campus I got apartments. You. Not Womack, but Sterling. Not Sterling, but um, I'm with Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah, whatever. I don't even remember if those were the names. I, feel like those I don't right. think they were, though. But he stayed at the nice on-campus college apartments. I stayed in Cummings Hall. I remember me and Big Herb. Shout out to Big Herb. And What's up, Herb? Cummings was probably the closest dorm to those apartments. Yeah, they were pretty damn close. You could have walked. So, not that late at night on campus. Yeah. As, as a yeah. female, as, right. as a woman, not that late at night on campus. You know, people used to rob you. It, like All type of stuff used to go on. So, I literally argued with him. For like 30 minutes until he finally decided to get up and take me back to my dorm. And that was the last time I talked to him. That's crazy. You never told me that story before. That was the last time I talked to him. And I was just like, I don't know what you want me to do. I don't want to have sex with you. That's not why I came over here. <laughs> you let that man on. I think he's about to get some. And late I night definitely now, don't want. We didn't do no physical anything. Like, we may have kissed. Okay. But. It was no How like late nothing. at night was it? I told you it. I I probably you said about ten. You said ten. I right? probably went over there like around seven. Okay, well, right, yeah, I ain't thinking I'm finna get none at seven. Yeah, so it was kind of like I went over there. Like we probably ate pizza, watched TV. Was it on a Wednesday or a Tuesday? I don't remember. You know what they say Newport never eat wet pussy on a rainy Tuesday. So it was a Tuesday. I can imagine then you I could have went straight home. You are so strange. <laughs> you are a strange man. Anyways. But it was a Wednesday and you came over at about <laughs> 7 o'clock. Nah. I, yeah, I just don't know. No, nah, I don't so know. I don't, I don't think. I think it's whenever you feel comfortable spending the night at that person's house. Yeah. It's like even like the first time we had sex, it was just kind of like, okay, sex is great. I'm going home now. <laughs> nah, I was excited to take you home. I was ready to take like, you home. <laughs> No disrespect to you. I, I just, stay at your yeah, house. and I didn't want you to stay. It was like, all right, cool. Thank you. Come again tomorrow. And I'm like, cool. And you did. You came back tomorrow and you came again. Double entendre. Don't even ask me how. Hey. I'm gonna fire tonight. You are too much. But I'm saying all that to say. And I'm like cuddling with guys and. Ah, uh, there's just the thought of it just like creeps me out. So we yeah, just right. have to like spend a night at your house, and we, I had to really, really like you to do that. 
To cuddle? I don't like to cuddle up either. To cuddle and to actually stay at your yeah. place. Like, and most of the time, even if I really liked you, I still went home. I'll say this, man. It's going to sound real, like, shallow of me. And it's going to sound real bad. But if the girl was, if I thought the girl was, like, gorgeous, you know what I mean? Like, just fine to my eyes. I'm cuddling. I don't mind. But if I thought it was just like, man, this is a great time. Like, can we do this maybe a few more times, then I'm probably going to want to take you home. And I'm 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 not gonna be like that guy did you. I'm gonna be I'm super respectful when it comes to like the after sex part. I'm gonna get up, get you whatever you need. You want some water, you want a hot <laughs> towel, whatever you want, some soap, wanna wash yourself off. I'm gonna give you every item that you need. And after that, I'm gonna say, hey, so um it's getting late, don't you think? My, it's always awkward when you don't know what's. I don't know why you asking, acting like this, like macho guy, because those are not the vibes that you were giving me at all. I said, let me back <laughs> up and say something again. <laughs> if I think somebody is a truly attractive, and I think they are ten, shouty the shit, but your boy shouty, oh like gosh. you were a ten girl. So I was like, maybe you know, maybe just maybe you had them breasts. <laughs> Back in the day, you had them breasts sitting right in there, and then Blake got it hold to them. Now they got a little light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely um, different. We're not yeah. going to keep talking about my titties on this podcast. I'm sorry. I digress. But it's always an awkward stage in the middle where neither party knows how to dismiss themselves, right? It's like, all right, uh, we just did it. We just kind of sit there like awkwardly. I damn, um, are you, you coming back? Right? Uh, cool. You want me, you only take you home? Like, imagine if you didn't plan on going home the first time, and I'm like, all right, um, cool. You want me to take you home? You look at me like, take me home. Like, I'm staying. What you mean? You just think you finna hit this, and I'm finna hit the road? Uh uh-uh. uh. Like, imagine. Like, I have to feel comfortable around you to do my nighttime routine. <laughs> Like, listen, I don't feel like if let me say something else crazy, <laughs> might be taboo. If you getting bust down the right way, ain't no more nighttime routine. The only thing you gonna want to do is get you a big old t shirt, sleep in your t shirt, and go to bed. It's the only thing you gonna want to do. No, come on, somebody. And okay, okay so if we're not talking about the nighttime routine, I don't necessarily want you to see how I look when I wake up in the morning because I be looking yeah. crazy. I don't want to smell your breath. I'm gonna get you up out of here. <laughs> then you got that all. Uh, what's, what's they call the walk of shame if you live pretty close to somebody? Um, so yeah, you got to think about and factor all of that in as well. well so. Anytime I like kicked it with anybody in college, like I literally, it, I didn't care how late it was. I would, I was getting up and going home. Really. No matter how late, even like you said, even if it wasn't sex, it was just you and a guy y'all were dating, having a good time, kicking it, you would still leave. Yes. No, not every time. You're not going to make me believe this, it. Uh, I, no, 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 no. No, I'm dead serious. So there was this one guy and I went and we were just kicking it. Like we just, yeah. like we ate, watched this shit. That's all we did in college. Ate, watched TV, played some like games or whatever. You had a boring college life. And I don't know if I was actually planning to spend the night there or what, but I laid down and I was like, this ain't it. What? <laughs> so he fell asleep and I got up and went home. <laughs> you walked that time, <laughs> but you didn't walk the last time. 
See, I'm just so confused. I got up and went home. That's crazy. No, nah, man. Um, so I say all that. <laughs> Sorry to tell y'all like great stories. I hope you guys enjoyed those India's great stories. I sure did. And I think I saw this guy with a girl that we both know, the girl, the guy you were talking about. I'm not gonna say the girl's name because I really like this girl a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna say her name, but I saw them and they're together and they look pretty happy. The guy that she's talking about. But anyway, I don't know let's who you're talking about. I don't know who you're talking about. We had to talk about it off, off the podcast. I'm going to put a picture. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you talking about. The picture for this episode will be him and you with his face blurred out. Just know. <laughs> I'm going to find Oh, it. no. Okay, I never kicked bad. it with him. My bad. All right. No, I'm, I'm I know who you're talking about. No, I never kicked it with him. I'm going to move on. Yeah. He likes me a lot. I never kicked it with him. But he go with the homegirl now. Oh, I don't know. Shout out to him. <laughs> Y'all like, what the hell? It's inside shit right now. All right, now I'm going to move on because that was, I nothing really got solved there, but I will say that if you are stuck during the quarantine time with the person that you are just starting to um, talk to and get acquainted to, hey, make it a good time. Well, ain't nobody stuck right now. Right, right now you're good. But if you're in another state like New York somewhere and you're stuck somewhere, you're stuck with that person, make it a good time. Don't be awkward. Don't expect sex every day. If y'all are not already having sex before being quarantined, you're not gonna get any now unless you're a real player, unless you got some good game that you want to give you some. But don't go over there acting all crazy, man. Relax a little bit. Have a good time. Just enjoy this time. And like I said, the most important thing is to Focus on your business. Now, if you are in a relationship with somebody and you are stuck with them and you're trying to figure out stuff to do, well, guess what? You have come to the right place. And let me get into my bag right now. Now, unqualified advice from B Love and B Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. Now, this relationship goes out to all of the fellas out there. Fellas, I'm putting the onus on us this evening because we have to be the leaders of the household. We have to be the ones that take charge. So, just because you are quarantined does not mean the fun has to stop. Let's keep things spicy. Let's make things be as romantic as they can be while we are stuck in the house with our significant other. I told you, quarantine bay. Should I be looking forward to something then? Yeah, Mike, better be. <laughs> So I thought about this and I wrote these down. So I'm going to give you guys some at-home date ideas. Do not stop dating your significant other just because you're stuck in the house and really don't want to be around one another. So, the first one that I'm going to give you is going to be easy, simple. Dine by candlelight with a little twist. Treat your lovely date to a special dinner they'll never forget. Have the house set up all nice. Have a little soft music playing. Have some rose petals that you might be able to find. If you can't find rose petals, you know what you should do? Make a photo album, a digital photo album of some of you guys's favorite moments and you guys take a trip back in time just kind of look through the photo album and like oh i remember that and then you talk about things that you want to do 
moving forward in the future. Trips that you may look forward to going on, but do this with your significant other. Have some dinner ready. You already have that prepared, and then you can already have the photo album prepared, or you guys can make one together. But do something nice. Do something light. Do something like that now. Number two, date night. This is really not for me, but I'm going to say something in a second that'll make y'all laugh. Now, I said number two is make a few cocktails. Ooh, go ahead and look under that beverage bar that you have and start mixing up some drinks. Come up with your own special drink, your own signature drinks like, hey, the Be Love and India Marie or, hey, the She and I podcast beverage. Go ahead and do a little mixology class with one another. Try things out. See, for somebody like me, I don't drink. But this week, now last weekend, Indy and I went on a, a small date night with two of our other friends. Shout out to Brandon and Brittany. We went to this place called Nada. India, what kind of drink did you let me have that I really enjoyed? Was it Mezcal? <laughs> oh, Mezcal. I don't remember the name of the drink. Oh, I need but it. But if you go there... Just ask for the spicy cocktail. It's not a Bloody Mary. It's not a Bloody Mary. And it's really good. Ask for the spicy it's one. the best thing I've ever tasted. Beside Gatorade, Kool-Aid, Red Bull, um, Bang. It's probably fifth on the list out of all of those beverages. <laughs> that shit was amazing. But make a few cocktails with your significant other, like I said. Make them cute, make them special, and just have it all laid out for her so she doesn't have to do anything. Now, my third date night option kind of resembles my first one, but a little bit with a twist. I thought about this, India, because coming soon, it'll be the 11th year that we've been knowing one another. Like, probably in about a month or two. Give it up one time. One time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when we first started talking, we just sat up together and listened to music. So that triggered a, triggered something in my head. Mm -hmm. Sit with your significant other and make some cool-ass playlists. Y'all go through music. Y'all sing. Have a little concert with one another. She sing background. You sing front ground. And I want your body <laughs> to the very last drop. So do something like that. Do something special. I feel like you give those types of tips so that you can sneak in Some a singing. song or two. Every time I love to sing. <laughs> <laughs> My fourth tip will be playing some board games. That's what I told India earlier. Don't step on my relationship. Get you some Jenga. Get you some Uno. Get you some Black Card Revoked. Get you some... What else over there? Get you some Can cards. Can you play Black Card Revoked with two people? Probably. Yeah, they got the, like, the right answer questions on there too. Oh. Not like the vote questions. Um, Get you a game of Sorry. Sorry if y'all heard, if you listen to the podcast. That's India and I's Favorite, po favorite That's podcast. That's your favorite game. Favorite game. I kick Indy's ass in sorry every night. Now, my last one that I'm going to give you, and I might give you some more next week if I think of some more, but spend a night in another country, quote, unquote, another country. Now, consider this a great twist to your standard dinner in a movie date night at home you gotta theme it out like tonight is gonna be italian night gonna, italian, italian. Oh, we're gonna sit back and the first thing we're gonna do is eat some spaghetti 
Then we're going to eat a tiramisu. Then after that, we're going to go up, sit down on the couch. Where, and you, watch where the, are you getting a tiramisu from? The Italian job. Or, or you know, so you know what? You're right. We're going to eat some tacos. And then we're going to eat some churros. And after that, we're going to watch Bad Boys 2. <laughs> you know, he went to Mexico with Bad Boys 2. But I'm saying, theme it out. Make it special. Make it cool for your lady. I promise, if you put thought in doing this, She's going to appreciate you during the quarantine and when you come out of the quarantine. And you know what they say, when you give her that old quarantine, you're going to get her some old peen too. Yes, sir. Quarantine and peen. That's how we end in that. India, are you ready? Oh, boy. <laughs> Let her upgrade you. What would yeah, India do? Ho. W-W-I-D. What would India do? Kick it! So before I do that, you know, you thought I was joking when I said there's probably going to be a lot of pregnancies happening during this time period. Yeah. Uh, I just saw a girl right on Facebook Mm-mm. that she was concerned Mm-mm. about the number of teen pregnancies that could oh, happen okay. during this time period. So... I don't think I'm too far off with thinking that there will be probably a lot of babies born nine months from now. <laughs> you know what? I got to take a serious shift. I, we'll do it in a second. Go ahead and give you a... Let me take a serious moment for it. Well, go ahead and then I'll, we'll end it with, with this. Um, Some serious, too, to be concerned about. A lot of teens are now out of school. Yeah. They don't have anywhere to go. Some of them are in the street. Some of them, you know, just don't... They don't have a place to go. Um, if you know anybody like that, or if you if you know somebody that needs somewhere to go, you know somebody that needs something to do, and you know they could be kind of um, enticed by the street life and school was the only thing holding holding them on. Um, hey, take them under your wing, give them a job or something. If it could be something as easy as mentoring them, it could be something that somebody come easy as coming in. Helping me edit the podcast. Could be anything. But if you know somebody like that who needs some extracurricular activities, more than grass. <laughs> Something is going to keep them busy. Shit, give them some tools to use to um, give them some tools to use to kind of help them in their everyday life. But just Anything that'll keep them off the streets. Right. Keep them occupied. But just if you see somebody like that or if you know somebody like that, man, reach out to them. I'm sorry. I got real. India, kick it. You weren't even ready. <laughs> also, I was ready. Go ahead. No, what? Also, what? Also, if you have like toddlers in your house or something like that, there's a lot of stuff that you could be doing too. Um, we have the fortunate thing of ABC Mouse. Blake loves ABC Mouse. But if you need like more free options out there on things that you can do Actually, if your toddler is, is out of daycare and you're looking for something to keep them occupied. Send me a DM because I was posting some stuff on my stories earlier today. Go. And I had a couple parents reach out to me asking what I was doing with Blake since I stay at home with him on a regular basis. Right. And um, I just sent them the schedule. I have a quarantine schedule. See? And so I just sent them that. So if you need help as far as like your your smaller Super toddlers. Mom over here. Send me a DM and I can send you like the the pages and the resources and stuff that I've been looking at. To keep us on track. <laughs> Coco Melon. 
Space Jam is what I do. Well, Blake and I aren't <laughs> doing that. Uh, that. That's what Blake does with his daddy, but we have other things planned. Anyways, on to this advice. I'm 23, and I recently moved out of my parents with my girlfriend. And my family sees it as choosing her over them. They constantly send me and my girlfriend hate messages and threaten to call the police over some stuff in my room (laughs) that I took that were gifts to me, like my TV and my aquarium. I love my family, but they are completely unsupportive and toxic. How can I make it better or is it even possible? I feel guilty and sad for leaving and it feels like a funeral for my family relationship. Mm. Sometimes your family members are the worst people in your life. And (laughs) I know that that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes, but sometimes you have to be okay with saying goodbye to your family for your sanity. Um, And hopefully it's a relationship that can be repaired later on down the line. You have to do what's best for you. And you're 23. So you are more than capable of living on your own. Living your best life. I'm not going to go into you living with your girlfriend. That's a whole different topic. I'm (laughs) I'm specifically speaking... About you. It's a girl or a guy? This is a guy. Okay. And his family is very upset with him because he moved out to live with his girlfriend. He'll be a girl with a girlfriend. That's why I asked that song. So, I feel like you have to do what's best for you. And if if your family, you know, even like with you living there is a toxic situation, Mm -hmm. a girlfriend or not, I probably would have left regardless. Yeah. I mean, if it's a toxic situation going into it, my man, there's no need for you to be sticking around, especially if you pay your own bills and you're paying for everything yourself. Now, if you're not and your parents are still paying for things for you, then, hey, my guy, you may need to reconsider and kind of move back in with them. But if you're doing everything on your own and you're moving like an adult, then, man, they don't have anything to say for real. I was going to say, if it's just a matter of you just not wanting to be there and you don't have your finances in a row, now's the time to get your finances in order. Yeah, man. So that you don't have to go back home (laughs) and, you know, fall back on your family members. Right. So just make sure that whatever decision you choose is the one you can handle. Because if you do turn your back on them and they turn your back on you, but then you need them in the long run, just know. That they may not always be there. But like now, a wise man always told me, man, you better be always be able to go back home. Now, as far, I don't think you should, I don't think you have to always be able to go back home. I don't agree with that. You don't um, think and you then should as always far be able to go back home. If it's not beneficial to you. I'm not if, saying I mean, that. If it's, you put words if it's, if it's, putting caveats on it. I said you should always be able to go back home. Okay. Anyways. but Okay. As far as the stuff that they're saying that they're going to call the police on you for, quote unquote, stealing that were gifts to you, just <laughs> take crazy. it back. Just yeah, take it back. Just drop it back off at home. Save up your money. Go buy you a new fish tank and a new uh, <laughs> and a new TV. About that. Because that's that that's the type of stuff that they're going to keep holding over 
your head. Yeah, man. Find you a new fish tank, man. Get you some old beta fish. Kill a few of them. You can get a small tank. You said an aquarium. That sounds pretty big to me. Give that back. Start with you a little fish tank and then work your way back up to an aquarium. If you don't have a a TV right now, you know, look on OfferUp or Facebook (laughs) Marketplace for a cheaper TV until you can find a better one. But I'm not letting anybody hold anything over my head. Bingo. I'm going to drop it off and you can have it. There it is, man. Make the decision that is right for you. India. Yes. Can you tell the people where they can find you? India.Marie on Instagram. Shop Indie Boutique on Instagram. It's still going. Tell them about your YouTube page, girl. (laughs) Follow my YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, and do all those things. No, I'm joking. Only subscribe if you actually, you know, like what you see. What? It's seriously, don't nobody why would you subscribe to something that you don't like? Subscribe if you like the channel. It's she and I. Is it she and I? It's your YouTube channel. I don't know. I just kind of go on there every now and again. But I think anyway, it is. you should be able to search she and spell out and I and we should come up. And that'll do it for you. You can find me at BLove1911 on all social platforms. Please be sure to follow She and I podcast at Instagram on Instagram. Sorry. Please be sure to leave us a message. She and I podcast at gmail.com. Do all that. We love to hear from you. I should have said this in the beginning, but I'll say it next episode too. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much to Paige. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much to Liz. I'm going to shout them out again tomorrow. I think Um, they were two amazing episodes. If you have not listened to those episodes, I encourage you to go back and check out what Paige has to say about her spiritual journey. And I would also encourage you to to go and check out what Liz has to say about raising biracial children. Two informative episodes that I can't say enough about. They were and are and probably will be two of my favorite episodes on the podcast so thank you so much we will continue to try to get and will not try to continue to give y'all great content and live shows i'm gonna talk about that a little bit next episode but until then it's been real it's been fun she 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 i i i out